This is a HeadGum Original. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. It would be appropriate to sing A theme song for these two kings But no two on the talk advice The loss that they bring If you just got done talk kicked out of your band Or if you're having problems with your life plans Just email in and leave it in their capable hands If I were you If I were you It's the greatest advice podcast Hosted by these two dudes So let Jake and the men into your life And they were surely free of strife If I were you, yes, dude, you know it's true If I were you Oh, yeah. Nice. Very cool. That was an original. Whoa. It was. It sounded good enough that, it, that I thought it was a cover off a cool song that I didn't know about yet. That's good. Not only is it an original, but it's original by uh, somebody who's... We've used their old band, the JJ Experience song, back in episode 349. Whoa, way back. But this time, he's gone solo. We're talking about nice. Joe Crow Audio. Joe Crow Audio. Very cool. Nicely done. Uh, he says, uh, it's an original theme song. It's upbeat. It's rocky. It's poppy. And for any listeners who have podcasts of their own... He's offering free professional podcast episode edits. And all you have to do is go to joecrowaudio.com slash podcast and send him a message. Damn, that's a that's a sales pitch. I'm about to use that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm he hasn't regretted it yet, but like he's definitely in like the early phase of like, I'm gonna hustle and do work for people. Mm -hmm. And he hasn't regretted it yet. But like maybe if he's editing 15 people's shitty podcast for the next two months he'll be like what did i do well he just got to make him he's got to make himself indispensable and then uh and and then start charging and then then you start charging you know yeah but like i'm not about that i'm not about like eating shit like i'm not willing to put in the work i want i want to secure that bag right up right? front up so top. like i want to walk in i'm 22 you never heard me give me 150k today <laughs> To do shit that I don't know how to do. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm about. That's, that yeah. is, that is dumb and privileged that's at the same shit. time. That is your shit, isn't it? Yeah. And guess what? If you don't pay me, my parents will. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There's that privilege coming back. <laughs> so I don't like, need the job. So, so my far, nobody's paid me, me. For allowance. Yeah. 
So like so far, I haven't gotten cash to do stuff. Right. But that makes sense. My daddy or mommy would give me like 150 grand a year to try to hustle <laughs> to fucking scrape because like I went to the school of hard knocks. No, you did it right. Well, I went to a private school. Right. Yeah, I went to a private school that my parents paid for. And then after that, it was all about going to the school for hard, hard knocks. Really? What, I've that in like been college rejected. or high school? No, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't get into college because my grades were bad. Yeah. But I've been rejected from every job that I've ever applied for because I walk in there and I, it's like you a demand your salary swinging contest. Yes. Yeah. It's not a contest. I the, other, the other person is not participating, K. by the way. You're yeah. just swinging your dick, asking for $150,000 on day one for something that you specifically said you didn't know how to do. <laughs> I'll figure it out if you pay me enough. And so far, nobody has. Yeah. But this guy, I, I kind of like the hustle that this guy's doing. He's yeah. like, I'll do it for free for now. And I'll like figure it out and then like like you said what does it make myself indec- indecisive or something you have no work ethic or acumen <laughs> <laughs> you're a bad business guy and you have i don't a have attitude. a work ethic <laughs> i don't have a work ethic or a work moral i'm c- completely antithetical to yeah. everything I'm not the American dream. I'm the American fucking nightmare. That's right. And if you don't hire me for $200,000, I'm going to stop this podcast. You have you have no moral compass at all. Yeah. I, I don't even have a moral pro- protractor. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, a moral yardstick. And what the hell is that good for except for measuring my dick swinging contest? <laughs> measuring the contest, not the dick. Not the dick. <laughs> Because the ring has to be a certain size. <laughs> Do you remember using compasses and protractors in school? Yeah, vaguely. I remember it was important for one reason. I don't remember why we had to draw perfect circles, but I remember using those in an art class. Like, I don't think I ever got to the point where I was using a like a protractor. Wait, protractor is the one with like the needle and the pencil. The needle and the pencil is the compass, and oh, then okay. the protractor is like the, the, half the semicircle moon. ruler. Yeah. yeah, that's I. I remember that. I remember needing that for something. Yeah. God I, damn, it'd be so cool to just go to myself in like high school or middle school and just be like, "Dude, you're good. You know, <laughs> don't even try. Like, I know you're not going to anyway, but like, don't stress about it. You know, that's what I want." Yeah. Like, because I didn't stress about it anyway. Or? I would stress about it. I would, yeah. I would, it was stressful to be so bad at math as I was. <laughs> I didn't get any better, and I didn't apply myself, and I didn't try. But you know, it weighed on me to an extent. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if there's a, a healthier or safer alternative to compasses. I bet like they don't let people, like nine-year-olds, come into school anymore with a fucking yeah. knife that no you don't need to a pencil no you have to do you trace the bottom of a of a campbell soup can um and if it needs to be bigger then you just trace the bottom of a bigger um soup can and if it needs to be big you trace the bottom of a paint can there's not any reason to have a compass if you have a a bunch of different size cans you can do a coffee can yeah you could do a tiny little... <laughs> the compass is a lot more precise than tracing a can. No, not if you, you have a refrigerator. Specifically down to the inch. Cabinets, you have cupboards yeah. at home. <laughs> you find any... Like, I have this Nalgene right here. I could trace a circle that is that size. If I needed yeah. to do one smaller, I'd trace a button. <laughs> you can fuck off with telling me I need a and compass. 
Yeah. What if you need like a circle with like a, a radius of exactly one inch so that you can figure out what the area of that circle is, but your exactly. tuna can is like too much. Well, that would be too big. Yeah. I wouldn't use a tuna can. I think I would use a thimble for something like that. <laughs> I'm saying. Oh, like or a quarter. Guessing. No, I'd use a quarter. I'd find a quarter and I would use that. That's perfect. A quarter is not perfect. Yes, it is. A quarter is a lot smaller than what I'm describing. I'm describing a perfect circle in with a diameter of two inches. A diameter? Oh, wait, you said, no, you said one inch. You did I say I said one radius inch. of an inch. Okay, fine. Then I'll use a half dollar. Fuck off, I'll use a half dollar. I will use a half dollar. And I have had enough of you asking. That's I enough. See, I see your wallet is filled with $2 bills and half dollars. I have you a buffalo to, nickel and a Sacagawea <laughs> coin. You only have obscure cash that's still <laughs> worth what it's worth. It's like not anything special. Yeah, 1948 penny, which is old, yeah. but not good. <laughs> so it's still worth a cent. Yeah, maybe a little less because the back is so scratched off. You could You wouldn't really be able to pass this off as a true penny. Yeah, so it's, it's been not, a minute since it went, worth. since it came out the mint. <laughs> yeah, and you're sucking on it like it is a mint. It, <laughs> it looks really good. disgusting in your mouth. <laughs> it's not. You're getting copper poisoning. Your teeth are turning gray. Your gums are turning green. You have gang gum, so it's like gang green, but it's your in your gums specifically. Shout out to Coppers, actually the uh, the best club, the best club in downtown Dublin. <laughs> Yeah. They think they're still open or they, they sort of took their precaution or it's like Coppers doesn't give a shit about like Let's the rules out. and regulations. Copperface Jack, it is temporarily closed. Temporarily. Wow. It's going to come you think back. They can finally clean the floors after like a decade of sticky, spilled drinks, semen everywhere. <laughs> they're like, let's finally turn on the lights in here and, and give, a, give this a hard scrubbing. That that would be cool. It's gonna take more than it's gonna take more than one pandemic for them to scrub Copper Jacks clean. <laughs> but you what better percentage believe. of Dublin got coronavirus from one extra night at Coppers? <laughs> I mean, the entire thing was just a steamy. It's a crowded. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can only imagine one person coughs in there, and half the population of Ireland has coronavirus. As soon as I get my vaccine, I'm going to Coppers. Even if they're closed still? Um, I guess I would... Uh, no. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. not a thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're going to wait till Ireland gets the vaccine. Well, I'll wait till... I don't... I will just wait till it's open. I don't know what... I don't right. want to wait on Ireland. Well, I'm sure they'll probably do a better job than us. But, you know, I, I don't want to wait on that. As long as I have the vaccine and as long as Coppers is open, I'll be there. Yeah. Even if it's just to help to see, clean like, the cum off of the floor. What's <laughs> I'll do it with a bucket and a mop. That's some wet. That's some wet. And you can pay me later. <laughs> what, how, I was saying, it's going to be interesting to see how other countries, like, these vaccines, I hear about it on an American level, but, like, what's going on in Spain? Are they using the same Pfizer vaccine that we might? Are they yeah. developing their own shit? Are they, because I don't want them to get our shit. Like I want their shit, but they don't deserve to get our shit. If that That's makes kind sense. of interesting. Like the British one, like that one's ours. How like, does if that If we have work? left over, then they can have it. Like, yeah, I guess we international just, level. Yeah, we have a ton of cash. So we'll, so we'll get, we'll pay people cash for to to be here. 
right? Like, yeah. And it they, seems it, like it if, if like another country just had more money than America, wouldn't Pfizer just be like, oh, sorry, we actually have to sell it to these guys. They're paying yeah. top dollar. <laughs> really? <What are> you? <laughs> Trump said it would be free. He said it would be free. That's exactly why we have to sell it to España. <laughs> yeah, and it has to travel there in a fucking refrigerated container of negative 70 Fahrenheit. Yeah. Oops. I'll figure out the... I, I'll help them, because I know that's like part of the, the issue is that it's so hard to distribute because it's got to be refrigerated, but I can just drive around with my um, truck and I have like a... I got one of those like old styrofoam coolers from the bodega for 4th it's of July. Close I don't have the that. top to it, enough. but I, you do like chip ice. <laughs> you don't have I anything. can make some runs. Don't... Yeah, don't focus on like logistics because you're not <laughs> smart enough to even, I guess, go to a I barbecue. You definitely can't. You're not going to be in charge of... I don't have to be in charge of... I, I don't have to be in... You're misconstruing what I'm saying. I do not need to be in charge of the logistics. I'd like to be consulted yeah. and I'd like to be included. <laughs> and if they want to make me the lead engineer when it comes to delivering the vaccine and they want me to be in charge of the logistics as you mentioned which i'm not angling for but i'm willing to throw my hat in the ring if they hear what i have to say then i'd be down for the right amount of cash yeah. otherwise yeah. i don't need the otherwise what they would use Other professionals that have dealt with this before yeah otherwise they won't hire your dumb ass. Otherwise, they'll go through the... Good luck, finding, good luck finding another cooler because they don't sell them in Bodega not during the summer. Okay? It's That's, all just, yeah. That's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. Good luck finding <laughs> okay. another cooler. Good luck. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, my friend does sysops for Maersk, which is like an international <laughs> shipping container service. Really? Yeah, mini. And so she's like sort of angling for that lead. Sysops for Maersk. <laughs> Every yeah. time I see the person it, who does it, every time I see it, like a shipping container, I think the of Maersk. <laughs> You're gonna need to use Maersk anyway. <laughs> um, all right, this is uh, advice podcast. After all, it's not just yeah. about sh exporting, importing viral loads. It's about helping people out of their sticky, sticky, like the floor at Coppers situations. That's correct. Remember, I told you um, about my sticky situation. Oh, I told you about it on our Patreon. My uh, the what? Oh, your your car sort of breaking down, every yeah. light illuminated, and that's because a rodent chewed through a wire under your hood. Yes, that's right. Um, just okay. thought I'd give you a quick little update. It's not. I think I told you that it's not covered under my warranty. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then I also. It sounds like my insurance does cover it, but they don't do it in a timely fashion, and they don't give me a rental car. So I, I don't pay, I don't have rental car insurance. I don't understand where the okay. money goes. Um, okay, so you pay for insurance. Something happened to your car. Then you have to pay to fix that, and then also pay for a rental car. Yeah, I have to pay the. I mean, I have to pay the full deductible because it's going to be. It costs. Evidently, this wire just like goes all throughout my car, and they ha and to like fix it, they have to rewire the entire thing. So it's going to take two weeks. No car, uh, and and the uh, did I mention that. This like whatever they started using, whatever they started using the wire like to make the wires like apparently rodents fucking love it because it's a soy based material. So like, I have to not only do I have to fix it, rent my own car. Then next like in two weeks when I get it back, I have to I have to like rodent proof my car 
so so I can deal with Toyota's fucking wires that they that they developed, I guess, to be rat food. So the wires are technically a slim jim that connects the front of your car to the back. And you, you have to replace that with metal or something that rats don't like to eat. It's are trained to eat. Insane. And then to rent a car, you just have to do that over Thanksgiving, you know, the worst time to rent a car. So you have to go to a rental car place that's busy and crowded, pay top dollar for the next two weeks. What, yeah. $100, $200 a day, in addition to everything. I guess I, yeah, I think I've, I've leaned, I'm dis, I've decided to just not have a car. I'm not going to do the rental thing. That's too much. It's bridge too far. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's asking a little bit too much. That's true. And then who's supposed to know all this stuff? Like to know what your insurance covers and whether the rats are biting through the soybean wiring is that stuff that you have to find out the hard way it's that is one of the weird things because like they to to the the person at toyota and to my insurance guy this was like nothing to them they're like she called me the toyota person and she's like uh, so like bad news, like a, a rodent chewed through your wire harness. And I was like, what? She's like, it happens a lot. <laughs> like, well, no one told me. No, I could have fucking bought this. I could have bought this spray for my engine earlier. I could have. Yeah. There's like these like LED sonic lights that you can put down there that annoy the rodent. I would have done this stuff in advance because I would have liked that, yeah. to not have to deal with this. And then the insurance guy called me. He was like, yeah, so I heard a rodent chew through your wire harness. I'm like, yes. Isn't that insane? <laughs> Isn't that crazy? <laughs> no, not for me. It's sort of par for the course. It's, it's my job as a rodent wire harness <laughs> trainer to sort of see this kind of stuff. Hey, Jake, how's it going? I'm the rat guy. Yeah. <laughs> so um, if somebody told you a year ago, it's like, do you want to opt into the LED system so that our, when a rat chews through your soy wire, um, mm. you'll be covered? I would have would opted you be in. Like, yeah. I'm in. I would have opted in because I, like, well, I live in New I've York City where that. there's rats. There's just rats all over the place. So yeah, I would have, I would have seen this coming. If I was, if there was a, an insurance or a coverage that was like, do you want to protect yourself from like rats chewing through your car? I think I would have been like, um, <coughs> that sounds like something that could happen. Or maybe I would be like, why would that happen? And then they would be like, well, we, we coat the wires in soy sauce. Um, yeah. <laughs> Technically, it's a low main noodle that connects your carburetor <laughs> to the back. What's that thing called? It's like the muffler. It's a type of exhaust warranty, like the chain, the block oh. train, the air train, or something. I don't know. It's like a type of warranty. This covers the train, the, the block train, block chain. Yeah, block train technology. <laughs> yeah, we're not adults is the problem. And when you tell an adult in your life, like your father or Jill's father, are they like, yeah, I've heard of that? Or are they like, that's a weird one, even for me? Yeah, I don't like, I don't know where to start. And I like call and I'm talking, I'm like talking to the insurance guy. I'm talking to the Toyota person. And eventually at the end of the day, I call Jill and like catch her up. And she, let me see, she responds like, <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm with my family. You said you don't want to come. <laughs> yeah, her new boyfriend FaceTimed me. Um, yeah, it turns out he's a mechanic, so he sort of knows about this shit. Powertrain. Yeah, Does that sound she, familiar? Powertrain war warrant. Oh, yeah, power for sure. Yeah, she yeah. just texted me like nine <laughs> times in a row, like everything her dad is saying. Like, insurance <laughs> should cover it. Are the rats nesting under the hood? Progressive's online thing says it covers it. If you have comprehensive insurance, what's your deductible? Like, just 
<laughs> all the answers, all of the words, like just at at the top of his head. Like I don't even know. I don't think I could have said any of those things when I found out. <laughs> she's like a, a rodent shoot through your wire harness. I'm like, how? Why did that happen? <laughs> how much can I pay you to get rid of it? <laughs> what you do need I the do? Wire. Really? I'm scared of rats and mice. Is it a gerbil, yeah. ma'am? <laughs> no, I said it was a rat. You're not listening to me. You're drooling. I'll put a hamster sort of wheel under out. the hood. And maybe that'll fix Never mind. It. You shouldn't okay. be driving. <laughs> you should not be driving. And then when you go to a car place, you know, they're experts and you're not. So they'll tell you literally anything and you just have to they, nod stupidly. They can talk circles around me and I'll have to give them cash. Yeah. And they could be like, the muffler costs 400 or they could say it costs 800 or they could say it costs 1200 <laughs> You just have to say, yeah, 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 that's true. That's how much it costs. That's yeah, correct. Of course. Well, all you can do, though, is like, I, I the only thing that I did learn, you can't, I, I can never learn what things actually cost or what they do or what they are. But you can take the quote and show it to a bunch of other people. Okay. And that's, that's where they get cagey. That's where the prices start to come down. It's like, all right, well, I don't want to fix that now. Can I, like, I'm going to get some other quotes. And be like, well, we could do this for this, you know? Well, don't talk to another expert because he'll yeah. tell you it's actually half that. <laughs> so who told you about the quote thing? That sort of unravels our entire business model. Yeah, we really can't have you sharing our prices with anyone. And that's the beauty of a capitalist society with competition everybody is fighting to get to the lowest price and Mm -hmm. to land on a price that's good for the supplier and the demand and then together you figure out the fair market value of this wires that's made out of rat food for them yeah the real winner right here is the rat because they're just fucking it's it's just rat food every on every single street they get they get under that hood it's like hey baby that's soybean city Good for you. Yeah. Every car is a Thanksgiving feast for a rat and its family in New Mm -hmm. York City. Oh, to be a rat. That's the best thing. (laughs) A rat king. A smorgasbord. (laughs) The best thing to do is to eventually die and come back as a rat in New York City. (laughs) You don't have to pay for jack shit. You just eat cars and old pizza boxes. I will feast. Feast upon the city. Um, all right, we do have some questions to answer. Right. But let's take a break right now and we'll come back and answer as many as humanly possible after these messages. Yeah. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. Thanks, BetterHelp. Jake, I don't know if you know this, but we sort of all carry around different stressors, mm-hmm. big and small. Yeah. No, I've heard of that. Yeah. I've heard that. I've heard some people do that. And if you're anything like me, you just sort of keep it bottled up inside and never mm-hmm. complain or talk about yes. it to anyone ever. Very deep, deep, deep down. Yes. You put on a facade, as they call it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And a, and a masquerade. Mm-hmm. But when we do that, it starts to affect us negatively. It's not healthy. It's not good. That's why I use mm. therapy, which is a safe space to get things off your chest. And there's no better way to use therapy than with BetterHelp. Ah, very nice. So if you've been hearing a lot about therapy and you've been wanting to give it a try, but you don't want to, f- you know, go through the hassle of finding a therapist, driving their awkward waiting rooms, give BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suitable to your schedule. Perfect. You just fill out a brief questionnaire, Mm -hmm. you get matched with a licensed therapist, Mm -hmm. and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Ooh. 
Love it. It helps to get things off your chest. It helps to talk about it. Right. So get those things off your chest with BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com slash segments. You go there and you get 10% off your first month. Ooh, all right. Segments, folks. Yes. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash segments. Segments. To get matched with your therapist as soon as possible. And if you use that coupon code by going to betterhelp.com slash segments, you'll get 10% off your first month. Nice. Give it a try. It'll help. Yeah. With BetterHelp. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional-looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a, it's They have 24-7 award-winning customer support. They have very simple drag-and-drop technology. You can code. You can design mm-hmm. a professional-looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even... Purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader.com. Boneheader. It's like... Interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of a move. You know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique Mm -hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards to fitness. It's a movement about not going to the gym. Fitness. It's nah. a it's an anti movement, really. Oh, it's a non movement movement. A, is anti movement yeah. one? Anti movement. Uh, I'll like have it to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's fitness more of a fitness <laughs> Yeah. It's more of a yeah. fitness nah thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough Mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. And we are back. Jake, do you have any? Oh, it's a little I don't, but I think you've just made a life improvement for yourself, haven't you? That's right. I'm currently standing up for maybe the first podcast we've ever recorded. Wow. Wow. That's right. Do you prefer standing up to pod? Do you like this better? I I think so. I think it keeps me like engaged and it doesn't hurt my back because I'm standing upright. When I'm sitting, like invariably I'm hunched over and eventually it starts to hurt. So if I'm standing up, that's like I'm doing good posture wise I'm, and I I'm feel test more engaged. Yeah. Test it out. Try it out. I feel like a, a radio show with or a radio host with like a lot of energy. I'm like, I can't sit down. I just got to like stand up and talk and like sort of jog okay. in place. And it feels this a little is, bit more active. Yeah, it's pretty good. I, unfortunately, my putting my mic fully standing, I'm still... I have to yeah, lean you're over. Hunched over. I have to hunch. <laughs> yeah. What is this in? What if you hold it and stand up with it? Is the wire oh, long enough? Freddie Mercury style. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Good. Oh, yeah. that's really cool. Nice. Now it's like, yeah. 
we will we will podcast and like yeah right. so instead of rock and roll music we're just sort of talking to nerds around the world instead of like yeah right. like a a beautiful sea of people all moved by my music it's me alone in yeah. uh, my parents guest room all right and like a couple hundred people in australia will download and listen to it later or something that's tight i mean that is tight yeah. shout out to australia but yeah, um, I should. I probably should have done this earlier, but I'm glad I finally got it done. The it's the electric standing desk too, so you see how it's like lowering right now. Yeah, and now it's like okay, now it can go up. And what about bit. your like when so you nice. when you're in your chair? Is your chair a drafting height or is it like a a regular table height chair? Is it a stoolish? it can go up and down? So I I can yeah I can I can sit in this stoolish chair and sort wow. of stay at this table, or I could just stand. And so far, I've been standing more than sitting. Damn. That's very nice. Try it out. Test it out. It might be for you. A lot of people dislike standing desks. They think it's a a farce, a hoax, an actual witch hoax, actually. Yeah. I I kind of prefer to sit. I like I like sitting. But I often yeah. in the last two offices we've had, I've had a standing desk. I just mostly brought it to school height and sat down. Yeah. Well, it's it's not the sitting or standing that I dislike. It's the it's the posture that I had when I was sitting. It never right. felt like I was fully upright. Like I it, felt like, if, sometimes I would remind myself to sit up, stand up straight yeah. or sit up straight, but when I'm standing, it just it's naturally like that. You, I think you have better standing posture than I do. Like when I when I found myself standing at the standing desk, I would constantly just like lean both elbows onto my desk and like find a way to hunch from standing. Yeah, right. But I guess at the office you're there for like eight hours straight and at home it's like all right you record a little you go to the kitchen you come back you work a little you leave so it's never just like confined like an actual office maybe. that's true let me ask you this did you get the uh did you get the floor mat the cushion no i'm actually on a carpet naturally so oh, that's nice. so far i haven't had to have like extra padding but yeah i understand for your feet you're gonna need like an extra layer yeah right and when you walk about your house, do you have a, is there a slipper action? Do you go barefoot? You socks? Uh, socks if it's chilly, like now it's a little cold, but usually barefoot, yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you're crying. That's cool. <laughs> That's really cool. Because you're fully crocked out, right? You need um, the rubber support. Yeah. Well, you know what? I I think I talked about this because I think it was, it might have been my other unsolicited at one point. But I upgraded my Crocs and Ufos to a more, oh. um, a more aesthetic slipper um, and mm. a sandal. Yeah, well, it was still the support of a Croc. Yes, I wear rubber Birkenstocks now. They're I don't think they're quite as supportive as Crocs, but they do fit my feet a little bit better. So my foot doesn't like in Birkenstocks. They have, or sorry, in Crocs. This is this is for my. <laughs> this is the this is the part of the podcast where people just tune out for five minutes while I talk about uh, comfort footwear. Uh, yeah, but you're you, putting the pod back into podiatry. But yeah, continue. <laughs> Crocs have the, the like the um, the clog shape, you know. So your foot is a little too free inside that pocket. It comes. It can come off the shoe entirely if you're walking fast. Yeah. Enough. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I think some of my foot issues stem from not having like not having the support directly under my feet. Like I don't want my I don't want my uh 
foot bending too much. I, w- I don't want right. that metatarsal to be like uh, <laughs> fully, um, you know, engaged, yeah. bent, engaged. Yeah. So yeah, I wanted. I don't want it. It's unloading. It's loading and unloading, and I just want it flat. And the Birkenstocks keep my foot closer to the to the foam, and I like them a lot. That's good. And have they you look considered? Better. You know the what did you have the rolling stool? That's the, the yeah thing the that saddle chair. You couldn't put any. Yeah, the saddle chair. But like when you first broke your heel, you had one of oh, those. That was it was like, a knee scooter. Yeah, knee scooter. Have you considered two electrical knee scooters? That's sort of <laughs> you ride around like, like a water sleigh skiing. Almost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're water skiing around the house, putting no pressure on your feet. But you're like, yeah, it's not getting used I mean, to it in that regard. Having. I haven't thought about it, uh, but it would be interesting. I think in my old place where when I first fucked up my foot, I used to live in like an open like studio. It was like a big loft. And I didn't. Ha- I was like a minimalist. I had nothing. I didn't even have any rugs in that place. So my knee scooter was a dream in there. It was like, I was like I was in big or something, you know, just like skateboarding around my house. Like when I had to go to the bathroom from my bed, I would just scoot all the way and like one push and it was awesome. (laughs) And then when I got my surgery this year, Jill and I live in like us, like a one bedroom apartment and the rooms are smaller. So, so I was like, I couldn't have done a scooter in there. You know, there's too many doors you have to go in and out too many hallways. Tight turns. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think I would be able to do the two knee scooters here, but in my old place in a different life, I would definitely be into it. Yeah. That's cool. If you get like a giant $10 million open floor plan, like the kind where the living room just opens up into the pool or something. Yeah. Oh my God. That'd be awesome. I have a ramp and I would scoot directly out onto the pool and go and launch myself into the pool yeah. on the, on the, on That's the cool. knee scooter. That's yeah. dope. Yeah. I would yeah. do tri- <laughs> like knee scooter really cool. tricks. Okay. Oh, that's really cool. So like, it's like a couch, but it's also a ramp. Yeah. I would be the Bucky LASIK of knee scooters. Well, this is what I'm talking about. Like all those TikTok influencers that live in that house, like in fucking Bel Air, like we should do that. Like we should either infiltrate it or like get down there somehow and like introduce ourselves as like the fun loving uncles of the group. (laughs) And then we can sort of just like chill out with these hot 18 and 19 (laughs) year olds that are dancing for cash. Not the way you're talking about them. We are, we cannot pretend, we cannot (laughs) infiltrate. You're talking about infiltrating all teenagers. part of the pod. <laughs> no, I'm out. Yeah. So instead of like forming a boy band, I know. Just, like, what is instead of I sway LA? Stop pitching like it, that. Okay. Because <laughs> you're in. <laughs> yes. I'm getting on my Stop first pitching. flight since March. <laughs> just so you can visit Sway LA. Yes, dude. That's what you I'm still you still about. on TikTok as much as you were before. Same amount? No, less, less so. Yeah, less so. I've been posting less and just on the app less. It's um, it's sad, really. Everybody's. You, did you see Twitter is now starting to do like uh, yeah. disposable tweets? Everyone's sort of trying their own little thing. Instagram's doing reels, and <clears throat> yeah, Facebook's doing it too. I think, and now Snapchat's. Instagram is ruthless. It's yeah. absolutely ruthless. They're like Snapchat's coming. We'll do stories. TikTok's coming. We'll do reels. It's like you're just. Clearly copying your competition. I hate that it works very, yeah. very well. It is, it is working. It's true. But all the apps are bad. They're all bad. My screen time is at a, an all-time low. Really? You're, you've been yeah. able to remove yourself from 
the screen more so than usual. Definitely since the election was called, I still look, but I think I was like, I had a sickness, like just look an unhealthy amount wanting to know what was like going on. Um, yeah. So I'm following that a lot less closely and, and then deleting TikTok, looking at Instagram, like once or twice a day. It's nice. I am spending a lot less time thinking about Trump. Like it used to be like all day, every day he was in charge and I was like nervously checking to see what he said. Yep. Now it's all just like sort of the ramblings of a madman who's going to be not president anymore. So that's nice. Yeah. It's super fun. And I was like a little bit anxious, even though I said I wasn't because I wanted to um, uh, posture some positivity, but like I was a little, I was a little worried he was going to steal the election. So I'm really Really? glad they started certifying (laughs) the results and stuff. That was cool. Yeah. You were like, I, I always borderline rooting for him to steal it. So like, cause it would have been lose, so insane. But then I'll yeah. <laughs> and then like all my friends were like, don't worry about it. It's not going to happen. Then I can sort of rub it in their faces too. Like, Oh really? You didn't think it was going to oh, happen? Yeah. Well, it did. So like yeah. Trump lost and my fucking liberal ass friends lost. So yeah. like double fuck <laughs> you to all those guys. So like, I just want to see the world burn a little bit. You right. Know? Yeah. Like totally. I still don't want him. That's why you voted for like, him in the first place. Well, I vote a third party, so I voted for a third party. Not a third party candidate, but having a third party. You know, like all yeah. the like dance parties at like the gas station, how you right. went to like the, the pool or like the a park the day he lost. A third, right? Yeah, you wanted to. Yeah. Have. So that was the first party, right? And then I went to another party the next day, and I and then for the third party, I did something completely different. I went to Joe Jorgensen's headquarters, and I started flying drones around there until they had me tased, arrested, and disposed of. <laughs> they threw me in a dumpster. It was bizarre behavior. I was erratic that week. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> oh, we uh we got an interesting question about um gross oh. pandemic sex. Yeah. Okay. All right, fine. Let's answer. I know we haven't gotten to any questions yet, but I figured, you know what? This is an advice show after all. Let's That's try right. to at least help one person. We need a female name who's 32 years old. Um who's dealing with let's call her Corona. Corona? Corona? Yeah, that's a name, right? My Corona. Corinne. Yeah, my Corona writes. Hi, I'm a 32-year-old Frau writing from an undisclosed location in Europe. Uh, I just want to get the uncouth part out of the way. I've been sleeping with someone I met on an app for the past couple months. Yes, during a pandemic. Yes, I feel guilty about it. Yes, you can judge me. But are single people supposed to stay celibate until this shit is over on top of everything else? So while problematic, this isn't the problem I need help with. Wow, got it? She's already telling us to back off. All right, fair. The problem is that this guy's house is a fucking mess, repulsively so. He has shit all over his bedroom floor. He seems to use his bed as a dirty laundry basket, and don't even get me started on the kitchen and bathroom, and he has only has only one fucking pillow on his bed. He's a single dude in his mid-twenties, so I'm willing to overlook a bit of his mess, but this shit is next-level gross. To clarify, I don't want to date this guy, but I do want to keep sleeping with him because he's very hot and very good at sex, but I also want to really want him to clean his room before i come over ideally get a second pillow in there is there any way i can make this happen without coming across like an overbearing psycho i'm not his mother or potential girlfriend so telling him to clean his room seems crazy but is there any other way p.s my own bedroom shares a super thin wall with my roommate so relocating to my apartment uh, is not an option the pandemic means my roommate is always fucking home which means i'm never fucking home thank for your thank you for your support I think you must speak your truth. I think you got to hit him with this news. Really? 
So yeah. you have to say, hey, the sex is great, but your place is a fucking rat infested SUV. Yeah. Maybe there's a way to f- like ask these as questions like, um, do you ever do your laundry or something? Oh, When's the good. last time yeah. you did? Like, just next time you play you're there. truth or dare. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just like ask some needling questions. But I think yeah. there's all, you could also just come clean and be like, "Hey, I like sleeping with you, but this is nasty. I'm sorry. Whatever." Yeah, laundry on the bed, unfolded wet laundry on the bed during. It's definitely sex. not. I feel like you could separate separate these two things out. Like you could definitely ask him to get another pillow. That's that's within your rights if you're if you're sleeping over there a lot unless he gives you the pillow every time you sleep over because then it's like you know that's on him one pillow that's that's some really depressing shit right there one pillow yeah i think that you can also if it helps like think about this as um being beneficial to him as well it's not like selfish to be like this guy needs to clean his room so i can uh, sleep better it's like this guy should clean his room for future rela- relationships since you don't want to date him like he'll find it easier to date if he's clean yeah so you give him like tips on your way out yeah. almost like hey An exit interview this isn't yeah or you can like almost like bluff a little bit be like hey this is not working out for me the sex is great but your place is just too dirty so i think i'm gonna head <laughs> out and then he could be like <gasps> no wait i'll clean for you or like yeah i know that makes sense i haven't brushed my teeth in a week so like it's pretty pretty cool you even come over at all (laughs) what if (laughs) first of all gross what if you what if you started inviting him over not to fuck but just to be like let's hang out at my place um because it's like cleaner and i like being there better because I think it's your place. Is, well, you don't even have to say your place is gross, but you can just be like, "I want to hang out at my place because it's like really, it's like nice and neat." <laughs> it's like I'm, super. I'm weird person. like that. Yeah, like I'm. <laughs> I'm actually out. random. Just invite <laughs> him to your pillows. place. Invite him to your place. You don't have to say why. You're just like, yeah, come to my place. He tries to make a move. You're like, no, my roommate's <laughs> home. We shouldn't have sex. And then he's like, why did you invite me over? It's like, oh, your place is gross. You know. And he'll be like, gross? I never thought of it like that. (laughs) Is it it the wet laundry or the fact that I don't really brush or pick up after myself in the bathroom or kitchen? Do you think that people that live a a nasty lifestyle, like, are aware that it's nasty and they don't care? Or do they not think about it? Or they're like, they just don't place a value on being clean and they're like, it's fine. Or they think they're clean and, like, even their mess is not messy? (laughs) I think it's the thing where you walk into a room and it's like you smell the smell, but if you've been in that room for 12 hours, you don't really smell it anymore. Mm -hmm. So you get used to a stink or you get used to an aesthetic or you get used to a mess where it doesn't like jar you because you're so used to seeing it. Right. So I bet this guy's like, yeah, it's a little messy around here, but it's not that bad. But like, if you come from a clean place to his place, it's like, holy shit. Startling it's like being able to s- like sit in the smell of your own fart. You're like, I'm not gross. This came from me. I don't. I, yeah. I can't how be bad gross. can it be? Uh, but then, yeah. like, it was in my colon, like- and now it's in my nose. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> a closed loop. Yeah. <laughs> but if somebody else farted near me, that's disgusting. It's savage. It's gross. And this person <laughs> deserves to clean after himself. What if she starts cleaning? I don't think that's fair. 
but you can, I guess I did this with my college roommate. Like you don't have to actually clean, but you can tidy in a way that makes him aware that it's like not good for you. You know, like take, (laughs) take all of the laundry and be like, I don't want to sleep on all of your dirty clothes and just like put them in the corner. You don't have to, you don't have to like do his laundry. You don't have to like clean or fold anything. But if you just kick all of the mess from one spot to another to get it out of your way, that's like, that's an indicator that he should clean. And also it's like kind of, uh, it's a, it's a stopgap solution. Yeah. For now. But I guess the slippery slope there is if it's like, all right, you did that. Now it's like, all right, let me just also use this toilet brush and get rid of the grime around your toilet bowl. And also, okay, there's some rust on your sink. Actually, do you have any gloves? I brought Clorox, but I really shouldn't be inhaling this powder. You can offer, if it's important to you, you can offer to help him clean, to like give it a little reset. And that'll probably take, you know, I bet it like took a couple months for him to get it to this point. So maybe you do a little reset. You start fresh. You're like, hey, let's do quarantine cleaning. Wouldn't that be a fun activity? You get the part yeah. back to a hundo <laughs> and then let it slowly decay over time. But maybe by then uh, the vaccine's out. You can go and date somebody else. Or what if you sort of like see how much you can push him before he cleans the place? So like the place is fucking gross. But if you're like hold on a second, I have to go to the bathroom. Actually, whatever, who gives a shit, right? I'm all for this mess. And you just pop a squat near his bed and start taking a dump on the floor and be like, what? Who gives a shit about mess? Am I right? Is he going to be like, oh my God, that's awesome. Should we throw out (laughs) your pillow? I don't even know know why we need one. I don't mind sleeping on the mattress. (laughs) One cold, flat pillow. the worst pillow it's not bad that's not a bad idea i could i could actually get behind that one yeah so either clean up or push him into a mess so deep that he has to clean his way out of it i like that or be willing to walk away have an honest conversation with him be like i would like to continue doing this but you need to do this that is a pure heart rule he'll make his decision accordingly Mm -hmm. um all right one question, but you know what? We packed a lot into this episode. We right. we discussed the highs and lows of uh, rats, standing mm-hmm. desks, and copper face answered. Yeah, <laughs> stickiness, both the floors and the situation. Um, but if you have your own questions or your own theme songs, send everything down to if I were you show at gmail.com. And if you want more of us talking to each other, uh, we're watching our videos, our old Jake and Amir videos on our Patreon every week. That's right. Um, Patreon.com slash JA. And we're even doing uh, video AMAs on there as well. Correct. Answering your holiday questions this month. So check that out. Um, the closing theme song is just the continuation. This guy, Joe Crow, so talented, sent us a two-minute mm-hmm. theme song. So we only played the first minute of it at the top. We're going to play the last minute of it. Uh, as the closing um so thank you to joe crow thanks to you guys for listening and as always we'll be back next week Woo! ciao everybody if your fucking spotting makes you physically sick well you can't decide if you should buy a what's up pick but give you semi-pro advice to get you out of that sitch and if it turns out that it was you who's the sleaze That put you on blast and would be most displeased But you don't care cause you just wanted to seize the cheese If 